0: Do you want to stay with me and just listen? You just have to be really quiet. Okay, I'm almost finished.
1: Welcome back, friends. So good to have you with us today. My name is Amy Vallejo, and I am the host of Social Creative Conversations. Of course, you know, we're a place that highlights and features local women leading creative brands, and we get to share their incredible stories. So I'm so excited to be back here with Deanna Kitchen from Twig and Vine Floral Farm and the founder of Growing Kindness Project. And side note, Deanna, please don't hate me (laughs) for having that intro. I thought it was just the perfect example of what it is like to be a mom with kids and experiencing the convergence of work life and home life. It is always a crazy circus and... I have been there more than I'd like to admit, and I've got nothing but grace for you. And for a little behind the scenes, what you didn't get to see is after a very long and wonderful conversation, her kids were climbing all over her during this particular episode. And I don't blame them. They were so gracious to us in lending us their mom during Dinner time. If you haven't had an opportunity to go back and listen to episode 11 with Deanna, I cannot encourage it enough. You'll hear her whole story and journey with Twig and Vine and how now she has come to grow, <laughs> metaphorically and literally, a wonderful program and organization called Growing Kindness Project. It's a nonprofit and it has such a beautiful mission for growing kindness using. Dahlias as the vehicle. Anyways, like I said, it was a really long and wonderful conversation. So we had to cut it in half and do a bonus episode. So here we are and she is going to give us all the hot tips for growing dahlias we're coming into the season it's springtime i know everyone has like hands ready to get things in the ground and if you were one of the lucky ones who scored Dahlia Tubers during her big march sale then you definitely want to hear all of her hot tips she even answers a lot of questions that you sent in all right throw your headphones on get your gardening gloves on get outside and enjoy thanks for being a part of the conversation I have Deanna from Twig and Vine and the Growing Kindness Project here. And we had such a wonderful conversation about all the things, her story... Just explaining more about growing kindness. We needed to do a bonus episode. So here is the episode. It's all about dahlias. So we're going to tackle some of the questions that came in on growing and that kind of thing. So I'll just jump right in. We won't make this a very long bonus episode. We'll just kind of jump into all the essentials that people need to know for spring. I know I'm planting dahlias. I've got tubers in the ground now. You don't have to take tubers out of the ground. I heard we're in a safe climate, right? We're good to go.
0: It just depends on your soil. As long as you have well-drained soil, you should be good to go. We don't have excessively well-drained soil, so we pull ours here. Uh, But yeah, you can leave them in the ground. You don't want to leave them in the ground for too many years. Otherwise, um, the productivity goes down a little bit on them, but you can... um, You can divide. It's pretty easy to do in the spring. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, nice. Okay.
0: And you're like, wait, that's not what I was expecting (laughs) you to
1: say. Well, that's no, that's good. Um, I did have one, I have one quick question just right off the top of my head because, uh, two other people have said the same thing. And I'm wondering if there's any consistency there this year. And of course we were in a, I could easily blame it on COVID. Because everything can easily be blamed on COVID. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But my dahlias did not bloom. They came, they had two blooms in late October and November. And so did someone else. They said, Oh, my dahlias didn't bloom. And then someone else said the same thing that they bloomed super late. And I was wondering if that was like, was that an overall thing that happened or is that just an anomaly for the three of us?
0: It was a little bit weird of a season with a smoke cover, um, that we Uh had, you know, we didn't get that the heat, um, later in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a bit unusual. I would say we still Saw pretty typical production, slightly slightly decreased here. Mm-hmm. I'm curious: are those dahlias that have stayed in the ground for several years? Uh, No, only one year. They were in the ground for an entire year,
1: and I was expecting them to bloom.
0: Okay. All the greenery, huh. came, yeah, because yeah, like, usually no you blooms. can keep them. They might just need a little bit of nutrition. Yeah, they might need a little bit of nutrition. They might have a lot of nitrogen, so if they have yeah. a lot of nitrogen, they put all their energy towards leafy growth, Ooh. or they might need to be divided. So that's to two tricks to um, consider when you're yeah. looking at that. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, tell, before I get into
1: just, well, we have t- two questions. Tell me three essentials as we're coming into spring and after we purchase our tubers from your sale, mm-hmm. what are three essentials we need to know for Dahlia's? All
0: right. First things first, dahlias are like potatoes. So you're going to want to store them in a cool, dry place until you're ready to plant. It's really, really important. You don't bring them inside where it's warm. They'll start to sprout and then you'll get these big sprouts on them before you're ready to plant. So keep them in a cool, dry place before you're ready to plant, but make sure that's not somewhere freezing. So like okay, all my kiddos are, they're like, hi, this is Amy. Hi. This is Jasper. She has, boy, they're almost your age too. Um. Okay, so going back, yes, be sure that your dahlias are stored in a cool and dry place before, um, in that hang time between when you source them and when you're ready to plant. So that could be like in a garage, in a basement. Typically, like we ship our dahlias in shavings, um, which helps moderate the moisture around them. So you just don't want them to get too wet. Like if you purchase them and they're in a sealed, plastic bag, make sure to open it up mm-hmm. so that it can get some air to it. But you also don't want them to get completely dried out. That's not typically much of an issue in our climate, but it's nice if you can have some peat moss or some shavings in there with them, um, just to kind of moderate that moisture before you're ready to plant. So you can like, put them in a paper bag and put some shavings or something and I'm oh, put them in God. your garage where they won't freeze, but also won't be warm. Okay. So that's one important thing to know if you do happen to get them and they have sprouted, um, like for instance, if they got stored someplace warm before you open the box or something, and they've got this big, funny sprout on it. It's fine. You can just pinch that off to about one inch and it will continue to reblown or like continue to sprout after you've planted it. Like people will sometimes panic like, Oh no, it was sprouting. And the sprout broke off when I opened the box or typically they're not going to be sprouting. Would you um, like right when you first get them, but right. you know, say you put them out in the garage for a couple of weeks and they did sprout out there. Um, you can just pinch that back. So that's another hot tip. That'll, that'll st- keep growing. Even if it gets pinched off or broken off. Oh, so, yep. My third hot tip is that dahlias are not seeds. And we tend to think of them like seeds when we plant them. Dahlias are not seeds. They have different requirements and needs than seeds. When we plant seeds, they need warm nutrition and mo- like even moisture to sprout. So we're constantly dampening the soil to keep the soil wet so that the seeds can germinate and grow. Dahlia tubers have everything they need in that tuber to sprout and grow. They do not need to be watered. I repeat, Mm. they do not need Mm. to be watered. So when you plant those tubers in the ground, do not water them it's really really important actually because especially in our climate where we already have a lot of humidity and moisture if they get in the ground or are sitting in really saturated wet soil especially if you plant early on in the spring when it's really cool they'll rot so you don't want to start watering them until after you see green sprouts emerging from the ground when you start to see those sprouts coming up and even then you know you're going to watch around here heaven sometimes we don't even have to water till august uh, but you're going to watch you know, the soil moisture And the amount of precipitation and things like that um, to know if your soil needs needs water and those need water, but you don't want to actively start watering them until you see that green growth emerging. So,
1: is it good to cover them? I mean, it rains all the time.
0: Oh, great question! Great question. Um, I've had people ask that, like, oh no, I planted them and then it rained. That kind of moisture is a different saturation. You know, like precipitation is a different type of saturation than when we're like standing there with a hose, you know, like soaking it in. The moisture tends to dissipate more evenly. That is why it is also really, I'm going to throw this in as another um, important critical part with dahlias is that it's really important that you plant them in well-drained soil, especially in our climate. So don't plant them in a low area. Don't plant them in an area that stays soupy and wet. Even if it dries out in the summer, but it gets soupy and wet in the winter, stay away from that area. I actually made that mistake again this year. I've done this twice. We have one area. I'm like, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. It's quite wet in the wintertime. It dries out really well in the summer. The problem with dahlias though is that they're sitting there in the late fall, you know, into sometimes into early winter here in our climate before you can dig them out. And when that happens and they're sitting in that wet spot. So choose really well saturated or well-drained soil where you plant and then don't water them until you see the green growth. Those are my hot tips. And then I guess the last thing is don't dig up what you planted in faith. It's really, really tempting when you plant those, you know, seeds, we tend to see germination pretty relatively quickly and you see tiny growth. You know, you see it right away on this top of the soil. When you plant that dahlia tuber in the ground, it's under the ground, it's growing, it's doing its thing, but you're not going to see it for several weeks, typically, sometimes two to three weeks, some varieties even a little bit longer. So don't dig it up. Trust that it's growing. Leave it alone. It is going to grow. It is going to bloom, but you just have to give it time. Yeah, good.
1: Those are amazing tips. Thank you. Yeah, uh, one of the Questions. I'll just keep it at this one question. When is the optimal time to put it in the ground? Ooh,
0: for our good climate? question. Like,
1: let's okay. just talk about what our climate zone.
0: Yep, Pacific Northwest. Yes. Pacific All right. Northwest. So this is actually applies to everybody. So the great thing is, is oh, good. listeners from any anywhere else, this is going to apply to you too. Okay, you ready for my hot tip? Yes. Um, this was this information was shared with me several years ago, and it's been very tremendously helpful. You can do lots of things. You can monitor your soil temperature. You can uh, monitor your length of daylight. You can monitor the air temperature. You can monitor your soil moisture, or you can be patient and wait until the lilacs are blooming. Oh, so when the lilacs are blooming or beginning to bloom, yes, that is a great time to plant in any climate because the lilacs all like, you know, just historically bloom past our last frost date because last frost date's really critical too. So if you're going to act like get precise, you really want to make sure you plant after your last frost date because dahlias are not cold hardy. They can't handle a frost on the, on the green growth. Um, Mm -hmm. The tuber underneath the ground will be okay, but not once the green growth was emerged. So the lilacs typically bloom when the air temperature and soil temperature are at the right condition for planting dahlias and (laughs) we're past the last frost date. So, for us, that can be, can vary from year to year, but you're really looking at end of April, beginning of May. I have planted, I typically plant like early April, but I have planted, I think I've planted as late as the third week of May. One thing that I have found though is they all do catch up by the end of the season. You know, yeah. dahlias, you don't really see a lot of bloom until late summer. Yeah. You know, they're not an all season bloomer. They're, they're more of a late summer, early fall flower. But yeah. So, if you get them in, it's always better to be a little, little bit later than too early your yeah. your window is much safer to go later rather than too early so thank
1: yeah. you so yeah, much
0: absolutely
1: I think I I've got kids on my end that are going crazy you've got kids on your end that yep. are going crazy yep. they hungry we got to do our job thank you so much Deanna for yeah, truly my pleasure food. these were like I mean these were truly hot tips uh happy planting everybody and thank you for your just knowledge and expertise in this area I really appreciate it yeah That's
0: thanks for cool. having me Well, I don't know
1: about you, but I certainly have my eyes peeled for those lilacs. I am on the ready. I can't wait to get my Dahlia tubers into the ground. I know that everyone is eagerly putting seeds in the ground. Man, spring planting is so much fun, especially when we get to yield the reward of standing amidst hard work and seeing all of the beautiful flowers and colors. And It's so great. I love it. And I certainly can't wait to give some away to friends. That's the best part. If you have listened to our episode with Deanna about Growing Kindness Project, then you know that is exactly what her heart is about too, growing kindness through the gifting of dahlias. And I am so eager for you to know more about her. Use Deanna as a resource. There is nothing more that I love than when somebody's expertise garners me more knowledge and I'm sure you feel the same. So huge thank you to Deanna for shedding some amazing hot tips for Dahlia planting. If you want to know more about Deanna and get some more tips from her, because she's dropping little tidbits all the time, go to her website at twigandvinefarm.com or check out more about Growing Kindness Project. That website is growingkindnessproject.com. And of course, you can find her on Instagram at Growing Kindness Project or at Twig and Vine. Hey, thanks again for just your grace and listening. There is no truer picture of what it's like to be multitasking and juggling kids and businesses and home life, farm life, work life all the bits and parts of our life that culminate in a day than what you just heard. That is what real life is. And I know that in some way we all can resonate, whether we have a human kid, a dog kid, whether we've got two jobs, one job, stay at home mom, corporate career climber, whatever it is, we know what life looks like. It's not all nice and tidy, tied in a pretty bow, no. It's crazy, and some days look crazier than others. But that's the fun of life. That's the zest. That's the joy. And it's what makes each day worth savoring. I hope that you continue to be a fan of Deanna. She does it so gracefully and so well. Hey, if you want to learn from Deanna a little bit more, would you check out our upcoming workshop? I am so excited about it. It's called The Modern May Day virtual experience. And if you love what Deanna doing, then I know this is for you. This is a virtual event for every woman. I have put together an experience that highlights so many incredible women, and I can't wait for them to share their particular giftings with you. We're going to have watercolor and brush lettering, flower arranging, baking tips. We're going to have a fun spring beverage to kick it all off. I can't wait. Modern May Day is all about a modern approach to a timeless tradition. It doesn't always have to be flowers. In fact, it can be a beautiful note, or it can be a cookie, or whatever you want. The idea is to spread beauty and kindness to those around us. I hope you'll go check it out. For more information on the whole experience, go check out www.WeAreSocialCreative.com You'll find a pull-down menu and look for Modern May Day. And of course, for all the current happenings and shenanigans, be sure to follow along on Instagram at social creative workshops this is the perfect thing to do virtually with your girlfriend with your mom with your sister with your daughter you get the idea i hope to see your bright shining face and if you know me or you've been a part of a previous experience then you know it is top of mind for me to make this experience unique and outstanding despite being on a screen all right that's all from me today be well happy planting. I can't wait to see what you've done. If you think about it and have enjoyed anything of what you've heard, rate this podcast, leave a review. I love to read them. Or if you're on social media, take a picture and share it so I can see. Use the hashtag WeAreSocialCreative or Social Creative Conversations. As always, thanks for being with me and thanks for being a part of the conversation.